Alright, welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Barry from Moss Pond and Gun. And uh, we got another gun gripe for you today. And, you know, we've been thinking about different gun gripe uh, suggestions and things that you guys have been sending in. And we do have some of those planned to do soon, but we were thinking about what would we want to talk about. And we decided that today we would talk about uh, the fact that guns are evil. You know, that whole cliche that... The fact that, you know, guns are evil and they're going to jump off the counter and hop over and kill someone and, you know, they have minds of their own and all that kind of stuff. And it's just crazy how, uh, you know, people think that guns are evil. You know, that just an inanimate object is evil. Right. It has a feeling of its own. It has a mind of its own, so on and so forth. Now, we had some subscribers this week that they wanted us to do exactly this video. Uh, there, uh, I had a 15-year-old guy from California call and he said, I am sick and tired of hearing of how, how evil guns are. And because he likes guns, his classmates taunt him and uh, put him down and so on and so forth. They think he's going to turn the place into a Columbine, and that's not going to happen. Uh, guns, the media is trying to do to guns what they did to cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes were demonized, and there's very few people I know that still smoke. Uh, it's been, it's a nasty habit, so on and so forth. And they try to do that with these guns. They try to say how evil this is and how much of a health hazard this, this is uh, to society. And it isn't a health hazard. They're trying to turn it into a health issue. That's um, right. Uh, dangerous guns are, uh, th th this gun does not have a personality. And it will not change the personality of the person who owns it. If they're evil hearted, this is not going to make them any better and it's not going to make them any worse. That's right. So, you know, I've owned guns all my life, and I've never gone out and killed somebody or robbed a store or anything like that. Never thought about doing it. I'm not going to do it. That's right. So. That's right. And I think that what it comes down to also is someone's mindset and how they are as people and their hearts and minds and where they're at in their life, they're going to do what they need to do regardless of what tools they use. Right. If somebody wants somebody dead, they're going to kill them with a pickaxe or a, a knife or, you know, a baseball bat or whatever. It's not the tool. It's the person. And, you know, I've just always thought it's so stupid that people call guns evil. You know, they're inanimate objects. If I take this SIG 7.16 patrol rifle and I set it right here on the counter, okay, and I walk away and I don't return to this spot for 100 years and nobody touches it, mm -hmm. it's going to be rusted away into nothing where it just sat unused. You know, and that's one of those things. You can't just call an inanimate object evil. You know, it doesn't have a mind of its own. It's not going to load itself. It's not going to point itself. That's the person that has to do that. And I know it seems so silly, but, you know, in the media, they actually, you know, honestly think that guns are evil, like, are inheritedly evil, like some kind of, you know, mm -hmm. object that is objectified as being evil. Well, as a classic example, I had two customers less than an hour ago. Is this, this is legal to own? You can actually own this thing? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's no more, this is, this is a semi-automatic rifle. It is no more evil than a 1022 or a Marlin Model 60. It just looks this way. You can't, you know, but they, I have customers every day, these guns are legal to own? Well, we wouldn't be selling them if they weren't, would we? And that's all, you know, all this, this BS that, you know, the public school system, the education system, again, we come back to the media, all these uh, entities like that, I mean, that's something that they are pushing mm -hmm. on the average person. They want the average person to believe that it's illegal to own guns, that it's illegal to have some automatics, that it's illegal to own suppressors, that it's illegal to own machine guns, when nothing could be further than the truth. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's what they want people to believe, and they're willing to lie, you know, a barefaced lie, 
to, you know, basically forward their own, you know, means and objectives to, it's, it's an indoctrination of society. I mean, they want to turn people into a bunch of mindless sheep that'll do whatever they're told and believe whatever they're told. Right, and a lot of people believe that, but uh, that's not really the case with the majority of Americans. That's right. And uh, these guns are no more illegal to own any other weapon uh, or firearm or whatever you want to call it. This uh, Walmart is selling these guns now, the uh, AR-15, but they call it a modern sporting weapon, sporting rifle. And that's what it is, it's a sporting rifle. That's right. Uh, they but, just happen to look cool. Right. It just I mean, just, to look just because cool. something's stylish and looks good and has the ergonomics that you need as a, as a, you know, a field rifle. I mean, this particular rifle right here would, you know, is a great hog hunting rifle. It's good for hunting deer. It's good for just, you know, having fun if you're shooting three gun or whatever. It doesn't matter. But see, again, it brings me back to the fact that the Second Amendment is not about sporting purposes. Not, never was. It's never not was. about, you know. To, to say that, you know, the ability of whether or not you should be able to own a given rifle has to do with whether or not it's a sporting firearm or not, I say it's horse crap because it has nothing to do with that. Oh. It's about, you know, defending yourself against rogue government. And if we need these kind of weaponry or these kind of rifles to do that, then so be it. Well, what is a sport? I mean, if, if there's no sporting purpose for this, we'll create a sport. That's uh, right. You could call it the, uh, the 75 round AK. Sports Shooting Association. Right. You can always form a club. You can always make it a sporting purpose. But like Eric said, this was never intended. The Founding Fathers never intended the Second Amendment to protect hunting. It's to protect the citizen from a tyrannical government if it ever got too big for its britches. That's right. And uh, uh, the Founding Fathers said that themselves. When the government gets out of control, you take, you take the government back. Yeah. Well, see, the reason I don't think hunting was ever, you know, a big issue is because back then it was just such a, a normal way of life. Right, everybody hunted to live. Yeah, I mean, it was, every, that was a way of life. Hunting was just a part of owning right. guns back then. Now, granted, I mean, yeah, we live in a society nowadays where people don't have to, you know, hunt animals in order to live on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, we are a little bit spoiled. You can go to the store, buy your meat, buy your vegetables. I mean, you can get what you need from the store and not ever have to set foot in the woods or in your yard or anywhere to kill game or raise food. And I believe people, you know, kind of start to get a little bit jaded from that. They're used to being able to go to the store, get what they need, and not have to take it from nature like we, you know, normally have. And, you know, our founding fathers in those days, it was common for you to grab your rifle and go out the door and kill food for the day, or whether it was rabbits or squirrels or small game or whatever, or deer. Right, it, but, wasn't, it wasn't for sport then, it was a necessity. Right. They knew that owning guns for the common man was an incredibly instrumental part of being free. Correct. And uh, they saw that under, you know, the tyranny of Great Britain at the time. And uh, they saw that to be a very fundamental part of, of being in a free society would be free men uh, not being subjects, being free men. And part of being a free person is not asking permission. You know, it's your right to own a gun. And don't let anybody demonize that. Don't let anybody call you evil for doing it. Don't let anybody label the gun as being evil. Because, I mean, it's just, it's kind of like blaming a fork for someone being fat. No. It, it's the same terminology. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, just because a fork picks up food and puts it in your mouth doesn't make the fork evil if right. you're fat. It's the individual using the tool. That's right. That's right. And the mindset of the user and so on. Uh, but uh, remember, this country was formed over 200 years ago for the very things that we're facing right now. Taxation without representation, religious persecution, 
That's what this country began as. And we're facing the same problems that our forefathers did when, when, they, when they told the King of England to go take a flying leap. That's right. And we're, we're facing the very same thing right now. In fact, it's more dangerous. It's more dangerous because it's from within. It is. And I think that the most important thing for us to remember is that, you know, despite all of our differences and beliefs, and it doesn't matter if it's a difference in beliefs when it comes to religion or politics or whatever, I think that this country is at a turning point to where we have to put all that aside and be Americans. And it, you're either an American or you're not. And I think the idea that someone is going to, you know, separate themselves from society in a way that, you know, through their actions or through the way that they do things basically makes the, you know, the 99% of us hate hate them or whatever or dislike what they're doing. We have to put all that aside and do what we can to move forward as a country. And we have to, you know, reestablish a national identity. We have to find a way to be proud to be Americans again. And right. that's, that's what we've lost. There's not that pride anymore to be proud to be American. And I think it's, it's just the way things are going and the way the country's been going. I mean, it's a sucker punch. You feel like you got a black eye, you're bloody, you're bruised. I mean, mm -hmm. you're, you're getting back up after a big fight. Right. But the only way to do it is, you know, we're all going to have to lend a hand and help each other up, and we're going to have to move on. And, and I think going after gun rights or going after more strict gun control is really just a very improper way to even start to see that happen. I mean, that's the last thing that anybody should be worried about right now is gun rights, considering that, you know, it's such a fundamental part of, of what we are as Americans is owning guns. You know, we're a gun-owning society, and that's what we've always been. And uh, I think it's definitely time for us all to, you know, we have to help each other out and, and do what we can to lend a hand and you know, rebuild this. Well, the melting pot theory is a wonderful theory on paper, but uh, like when you make a stew, all the ingredients have to complement one another. The seasoning, whatever you put in the stew, has to complement itself. Right now, this country is oil and water. This country is evenly divided right now between the two presidential candidates, and whoever wins, by hook or by crook or by whatever, half the country is not going to be happy. Now, we're oil and water, and oil and water is not going to mix. We're all going to have to learn to coexist. If we can't do that, then this country is doomed. That's right. So this presidential election coming up in about a week, this is the most important decision you'll probably ever make in your lifetime. And this has something to do with your kids, your family, your grandkids, and every generation after us is going to be affected by this election. And whoever you vote for, I hope you vote your conscience, and I hope you make the right choice. That's right. And remember, you know, I mean, it's, it's join or die. That's it. You know, in the original 13 colonies, that was part of their, you know, their look, outlook on things. I mean, sure, they could have went their separate ways and did what they did, but they decided that, you know, the original 13 colonies, they united and they survived and they stood up for what they believed in and as a country at the time, as a group, you know, they, they fought for what they believed in at the time and I strongly believe in that. I mean, we're at that now. It's unite or die. Yep. And uh, nobody wants to underst understand or believe or accept that. The bottom line is that a house divided can't stand. That is correct. And we have to stick together and set aside our differences and take out the trash. Mm -hmm. We have to realize that if we don't work together, uh, and I'm afraid I've watched this country slip and slide for many, many years. I'm 57 years old, and uh, I think we're on the downward slope uh, real fast now. I think we're almost in an uncontrollable tailspin, and somebody's going to have to change something. If Barack Obama gets reelected, he's going to have to take a different route uh, and get this country back on his feet. And he, he can do it with the right guidance and the right help. He can do it.
the man probably has very sincere um, interests. I'm sure he's concerned about this country. But I, uh, you know, we've got to get somebody in there that's going to be a leader. And I, and I don't feel like I have a leader right now. That's right. So, I mean, that's just my political point of view. But, uh, and for what it's worth, that it is. But uh, like I said, we are oil and water now. Got to make it mix. Definitely, definitely food for thought there. So let's, uh, you know, try to remain positive. And we have a lot of, on a more positive note, we have a lot of really fun videos planned for this Sunday. Uh, a lot of things are going to be trickling down the pipeline that I promise you guys are going to enjoy. Right. But we do have a little Halloween festivities planned that uh, you guys will enjoy. We're going to have some fun on Halloween, okay? Most certainly. And uh, remember, guns are not evil. Don't let anybody push you down or call you evil because you own one. Just don't let it happen. And uh, we'll, uh, that's going to be the gun gripe for the week, and uh, we'll see you next week with another one. That's it. Y'all have a good evening.